Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Uh, we got Heather, we got Dan, and we welcome to the studio for the first time Jonas Blue. Woo! But returning, Sabrina Carpenter. Yes. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh no. Oh. Oh, go- oh my gosh. That was so scary. Oh, wow. Like pan too, because oh. I wasn't expecting that. I feel like I need to Snapchat this. Yeah, this can is a you moment. do it? <laughs> wow. It's a DJ special. <laughs> this was a pitch from your record label. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, he came with the masks. Did you really? Oh, yeah. You're a nerd. DJ is a creative <laughs> producer. <laughs> DJ is more than a label executive. Uh, uh, DJ, how long are you guys, are this I for? dare you to do the whole interview with it's that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suffocate. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, a turtleneck okay. in the mask. I mean. I'll put it back. <laughs> me <laughs> me right speaking, it's, like a, it's like, a, like a steam trap in there. It was warm. Oh, wow. Well, I, thank you for being here. Alien is a new record. Yeah, <laughs> it is. If you had there a guess. Yeah. yeah, if you didn't know. Uh, so tell me about the birth of this record. Who, who were the lyrics in existence was there a beat already in existence or did it come from a studio session between the two of you yes um none exist nothing existed um before we got in the room together so we basically uh over a year ago i tweeted jonas um i tweeted him that i was listening to his song by your side a hundred thousand times because i was um and i usually i'm not the kind of person to like tweet out to people but i was really in love with this song and i was just like he's he's done so many other incredible collaborations and um and I just, I was a fangirl in that moment, so I did that. Um, And he was incredibly nice, and he slid in my DMs and responded and was like, well, I'm in L.A., um, and we should work together. And that was how easily it happened. That was the first time that we worked together. And then the song actually happened because I was touring with the Vamps in the U.K., and I was staying an extra week in London, and he was like, we should write again. Like, and it's it's really like rare that you obviously we, we hit it off the first time but it was really nice that we were able to kind of get back together and and do something else because the first time that you work with someone it's almost like first of all I was just scared like I was just nervous I was like I'm such a big fan like I just want to create something that I like but I almost wasn't comfortable enough to like really really get comfortable to the point where I was you know I get that was writing what I wanted to write and writing what I thought could be really cool for for both of us and um so I think then once we got together and we wrote in London, we wrote and recorded it all in one day. And yeah. you, you knew him. You knew you knew each other. Um, I mean, by the second time. By, by the second time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an interesting one, and, and people are going to really hate me for this. But when Sabrina messaged me on Twitter initially, I didn't know who she was. If I'm honest, I really didn't know who she was. It's okay. And wow. like, I know her fans are literally just going to be like, "How okay. dare you say that?" No, but it's fine. I How didn't dare know. you say that, so, sir? What, what was your, so you do research? Obviously, you I give her a Google. I, I no, but Wikipedia no. is lying. It lies. <laughs> All of the things on Wikipedia are wrong because anybody can put in whatever information they want on Wikipedia. So I was really scared because, like, I don't like when people are like, "Yeah, I looked you up on Wikipedia." No, it didn't. For, for me, it wasn't <laughs> like that first. I literally, I went, I went online, listened to her music first. That was the first thing I okay. did. And then after I listened to her music, 
I saw the following. I was like, why has this girl got such a big following? Like, who is she? After you listened to the music, so you were like, well, this sucks. Why do people like it? <laughs> Not like that. Not like that. It sounded like that. <laughs> no, but um, I listened to the music. I heard the voice and I was just like, wow. Obviously, he likes me somehow. Yeah. We're here yeah, right now. Exactly. <laughs> we wouldn't have gotten this far. <laughs> um, but honestly, I was just like, this girl's voice is incredible. And I really want to make a song with her. Like, okay. That, that was purely it. There was no labels. There was no management. It wasn't anything like that. It was literally... It was organic. It was organic. It was pure artist collaboration. And it was the same <laughs> with the second time we met. It was just, you were in town and I wanted to write. Yeah. And that was it. Is that what you're looking for? Like, is it hard for you to listen to a record and only focus on the vocals? Because there's so many other things that goes in that, that go into, like, building an actual song. But in this case, like, you don't want to judge the producer of the record, you know? No. You're, you're looking to understand seeing Sabrina and get to know her. Yeah, and at the, at the end of the day, it was like, look, I, I understand she's got a huge following and people expect to hear, hear a certain thing from her, but it's I want to create something new and I, I just kind of want to put my stamp on, on, you know, on her sound and as well as her, you know, she wants to feel like it, it can work in my market as well. So um, it was definitely something amazing. I'm so glad we got the, the record finally out there. So Alien is the record. Yeah. And when the two of you get together and it's written for the first time... We, who comes up with this idea that love feels alien? Mm-hmm. Like, where, where does that stem from? Yeah, I think, like we said, the always the goal is to do something different and that people are a little bit uncomfortable with on the first listen um, because I think that's how people develop and I think that's how change happens yeah. um, just by trying things that might be a little weird. Um, and alien was a feeling that we... Well, we used alien to describe a feeling that was undescribable. Um, and I think that that was the thing that we wanted to make sure that we could create a song that, one... Any people, no matter what age you are, no matter what gen, like anyone can relate to this song. Yes. Um, and everybody at some point in their life has felt alienated within their own emotions and felt confused and felt lost and felt like they couldn't describe how they were feeling to someone and they wish they could get inside someone else's mind and know how they were feeling. But it's just this kind of like weird, this this weird, almost stressful situation. And, and there's, there's a lot of emotion inside of it. So I think that's how like we both connected to the song because we've both gone through this in, in different yeah. ways and scenarios. So um, we didn't start start with the idea of alien but once we thought of the lyric this feeling so alien we decided that that was the song because i mean what better way to describe not knowing how you're feeling than alien and what you just said i mean i'm very connected to you it connected with me but it's very hard to describe the feeling of not knowing mm-hmm. right and it's it's yeah. hard to I, I mean i also don't write songs you know what i mean so i don't you I don't, should yeah you are a great conversationalist you know a lot of words so i feel like you'd be great at writing songs i uh seventh grade vocab test i got a hundred whoa it was my only hundred in all of school in all of life back in seventh grade all, life, yes. all of life my only hundred but i mean so the two of you and as you're going back and forth like are, are you sharing stories uh, that are have influenced this feeling of alien or are you just how are you building it like uh, that's what i'm trying to figure out well there was there was a, another writer in the room with us as well jin jin who's an amazing writer i write with her quite a bit um and it that was, was my first time writing yeah and it was it was the three of us kind of jin jin's older than me um i'm obviously older than sabrina and it was kind of those different stages of life that we've been through and kind of us telling our situations that we've been in and how can we put that into something where we, you know, the three of us can relate to it and the rest of the world can relate to it. And that's where it essentially stemmed from. And, and, and in terms of the music, it was just me at the piano. 
I didn't come in and be like, oh, I've got this hot beat that I made, you know, <laughs> been working on it all week. That's never how any of my songs work. You know, they always start with me at the piano. And it was purely just that. It was me at the piano, us putting melodies down. And um, Something that's so that's magnetic, beautiful. too, about all the stuff that he does and all of his songs, you notice, like, and the reason why I first fell in love with him was because um, the song that I was a huge fan of, which is the one that I tweeted him about, was this, like, really emotional song that you felt like you could cry to but dance to at the same time. Like, and it's just those songs that you're like, how how is this juxtaposition working? But it is. Um, and I don't think we tried to do that with Alien, but I think, you know, you listen to the song, it can kind of just, it can kind of be, like, it is. It's it's a little bit romantic, but at the same time, like the visuals that we've gotten to create for this song, I think also really help describe the story and um, and what we've gone through as far as imagining um, yeah. imagining what what it really is about. So I'm excited for everyone to see those. But you, you know, and I think like what you're saying, it, it happens like you sit down at a piano and you, you understand people, and then you kind of start literally from scratch. Yeah, there are a lot of producers that just sit on like folders of hot beats mm. and when an artist comes into their studio they just start playing it you know yeah. and they just keep you know tell me what stands out to you yeah and that can work and that takes sometimes a lot of the stress out of it because sometimes there'll be days where i've got very important sessions with say someone like sabrina and and you've got nothing and you're sitting there at the piano and if, if your fingers don't work that day and come out with the the feeling that's in that room because i essentially whatever feeling i'm kind of capturing in that room it's kind of coming from me in you know into my body out my fingers onto the piano and it's like some sometimes that doesn't work and then I've got no backup there because I don't have folders of beats you know but why do you question and it could be somewhat naive why do you need to have a backup if you if you have creative block that day you have creative block yeah. that day and you hope that it goes away a couple hours from now or the next day for sure you know is is there that much of a pressure and a stress to consistently come up with records and release records that, you know, you need to sit on 50 different beats? Because if you have two sessions a day, you got to be able to supply something. It's not always that way, but no. I'm not always in London, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and he's it. not always in L.A. So why? I think <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but I think there are times where I know that I've definitely like been, you know, excited about particular sessions. And, and you do definitely want to get something out of that day because maybe yeah. there is like a, a time that, you know, you that. might not have a lot of time with someone in particular but I think you know us work and this is me speaking for myself obviously you speak for yourself but I think there isn't and I I had to like get outside of the sphere of creating something incredible every single day because I realized you, you it's impossible you know you have to have those days where you know you have writer's block or you have a mind block because that's how you know your mind kind of refreshes itself and restarts and you you come back the next day and you do create something that you wouldn't have created the day before so it's just it's it's a it's everything happens for a reason. The uh, do you think uh, you know? I, I mean, like the idea that you have to create every day. Like, does that mentality come from TV? Because every day you're creating something on set. You know, like every second that passes on set is money that goes wasted, and you need right. You need <laughs> well, now that you said that. <laughs> no, but you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, but in that set, in that world, there's you know. 25 writers and right. 10 different producers in a studio it's you and two others and you know it's it's I think actually for me personally there's more pressure in in music than there is on set because on set it's it's done it's written you yeah. know what you're doing you've had rehearsal you're you know it's it's kind of a little bit more padded whereas like you're but starting with a fresh slate well, it can you be have other people writing for absolutely you. <laughs> and that's not the case but when you're starting with a fresh slate and you are you know trying to create something that feels true to who you are are who we are as artists and do something new at the same time yeah 
And that's that's a little scary too, right? The idea that but that you have to be different. Yeah, I, I think stemming off from what Sabrina said, it, it's like obviously people know me for you know a lot of the very successful songs that I've had. And it would be easy for me to just keep repeating that. You know, she loved by your side and I could literally just make that a hundred times over. But what's the point of that? What? The point of us getting together in a room is to fuse our sounds and create something new. And people go, wow, that's weird. Never heard a subject of a, or, or, or never heard of a feeling like alien on a dance beat. On slash a dance pop, beat. On a I dance love beat. how he speaks <laughs> <laughs> on a dance beat. But what motivates that for you, right? Because like you said, you could easily recreate Fast Car and all these hits a, a thousand times over. Is it you wanting to have greater impact on culture? Is it you wanting to challenge yourself? Both, you know, especially as a DJ as well, because I see this from a slightly different perspective. I see it obviously in the pop world. But then, you know, I, I go to clubs where I'm or festivals where I'm DJing to thousands of people and it's hearing those people sing it back to you. And that's a moment where I'm like, right, how do we create something new and get those thousands of people to sing it back to you again? And essentially what I'm trying to say is create something timeless. You know, you could strip away all that production on Alien and listen the to the song matter. and you're like, wow, that was a good song. And that's what I want. That's what I try to achieve every song. Why do you take on Fast Car? A lot of people, did a lot of people say, don't touch this record? Um, it, it wasn't really that. A lot of people didn't know. Uh, are you talking about once it was released? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean you're, you're bringing up a timeless record. Like, yeah. that, that's a timeless record. Of course, yeah. I mean, the, the crazy thing is, is that when Fast Car was released, to a lot of young people... It was new. It was new. Yeah. And that was partly what I was trying to do as well. You know, it's a great song. And why, why shouldn't older songs some you know i had an idea for that song of how to revamp it for a new you know a new a new generation of people why not yeah you know people would have never have heard that song otherwise is that a bad thing is that a good thing i think know? it's a good thing i think it's a good thing and you know and people liked it a lot of people you know had you know their reservations about it but that's fine but then there was a lot of people you know you go on youtube and you read the comments and people are like wow i never i never heard this song before and it made me cry and it made me dance all at the same time and i'm like that's what i want and that's like everything. There's there's yeah. two opinions on everything. Yeah. There's a lot of people that listen to the song. They're like, this isn't about aliens. <laughs> and it's like, no. So if you like it, awesome. No, sorry. If you don't. But would we be okay with another artist 30 years from now taking Alien and giving it a revamp? Of course, because then it would, you know, it'd be music would, you know, essentially, you know, we do make pop music and pop music is a culture and it's a forever moving culture. And It's never the same. You always have to keep up with it. And that's why it's, it's one of the most fun, I think, because you're constantly trying to, to keep up with how fast it's changing and, yeah, and, and try evolve. new things. And, and that was essentially, sorry to, no. you know, going from, from, you know, from Alien, it doesn't sound like anything that we've both done before. And that's because, you know, we're just evolving and, and doing new things. Who decided to call it Alien? Because it's only mentioned like one and a half times in the song. Yeah, yeah you're right. One and a half specifically. Wow, that was very specific. Um, I know. So it was the three of us. We went back and forth and we were like, guys, we all agree like Alien, Alien's what stands out. Yeah. But you could call it Better Night. You could call it If You Love Me, Let Me Know. Alien. But, but yeah, exactly. I mean, like, what would you rather hear? No. Would you rather listen to... I mean, like, a, the thing from is, a branding perspective, it and it wasn't even like that's the thing is, you know, you can think about other stuff and you can think about how to look on a playlist. But I think for us, we were like, the song doesn't lie in those lyrics, the song lies in Alien. Like, yeah. the whole feeling that you're trying to capture is within the, that the one. The song word. is a feeling, it's based on the feeling, and it's a new feeling at that. 
an alien is the feeling that we're trying to get across. There's also an alien emoji, which helps. And that Listen, really helps. Listen, we well. also are very smart marketers. So <laughs> at the same time as we weren't thinking about it, we also are very good at what we do. And we were just like, there's an emoji versus no emoji. So yeah, and for a while, we, we, were, masks, kind of, we so. were kind of commenting on each other's posts and things like that just with the emoji. And everyone's like, why? Why, like, why is Jonas They only speak an alien? in emoji. Yeah. yeah. Love it. It's really funny. Look at that. What a tease. <laughs> what made you guys want to shoot that? vertical music video that's a new way what and made spotify want wants it. it yeah yeah well well spotify was such they're so incredible and they they you know were heavily supporting the song i remember playing it for them a year ago when it was just a really really rough demo and they were like we love this song it's been alive for that long a year yeah wow and it was just it was just piano which is also the other really? thing that's really yeah. interesting is because sometimes when you do write a song you know a while ago it can it can age it can it age and it gets outdated and, and you yeah. forget about it but not this never forgot about it and but that's a test and also after hearing what Jonas did it brought it to life in a way that it was like okay now this is exciting um, and so the vertical video came about, you know, Spotify being super supportive of the song, and um, our initial concept for that was the zero gravity, because where do you feel more alienated than in space with nothing else around you and not being able to control your body and how you move? And I think, like you said, like being on, we're, we're on aeroplanes a lot, and you said, obviously, there's a key lyric in there as well. Yeah, the key, um, one of my favorite lyrics in the second verse is, I'm overthinking my thoughts again. And I was saying to him, I was like, yeah, I was on my way home from Philly, we did our first show together, and I was on my way home from Philly, and it was a really old plane and there was no TVs and the, uh. the chairs didn't recline. I sound like a diva. The chairs did not <laughs> recline. But listen, I've been on enough planes to know when it's an old plane and I was like, I was literally just sinking there. I'm sitting there, sinking there, both. Um, <laughs> sitting there basking in my own thoughts and like just overthinking everything because when I'm sitting there with nothing else to do, like that's that's just what I do. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting. I think we wanted to capture that in the vertical video as well and get all these very visual elements uh across like the belly button yeah I knew you'd point that out I knew out of everybody <laughs> you would point that out because because I knew um, it's Dan one but, and a half belly buttons but you know what's funny is yeah and I was also like somewhere in the world right now someone is really focusing in on my belly button <laughs> but so I was, well the camera focused in on your belly yeah, button yeah I, I loved the detailed um, shots because I think like again it's 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 focusing in on those like alienated parts of ourselves that we don't necessarily focus on. So they got all these weird shots of me that like, you know, people are always like getting the face shot. They're yeah. not getting your shoulder. They're not getting like little, little things. So oh, I love it. When yeah. you shoot that though, it's... does it ever cross your mind like there are some creepy guys out there who have like belly button fetishes? Yeah, yeah Dan. Yeah. I'm not you. into belly buttons. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just... But you did mention it. You brought it up. Let's not so... forget. I did. You know what? Because there was a collarbone shot, but you didn't talk about the collarbone. He's not yeah, a collarbone guy. You see the collarbone. It's just, it's not as... Uh... You don't like my collarbone? You have great collarbones. Don't get me wrong. Wrong. Great collarbones, but the belly you're, button. You're really digging this hole, aren't you? Really you're lucky I don't have deeper. an Audi. It was like a whatever. It's fine. Do you if you had an Audi, would you have shot that that scene? What? If you had an Audi, would you have still done that? Um, maybe. Maybe I would have had someone else's belly button replaced. <laughs> a mine. belly button double. I would have had a belly button double. <laughs> a belly double. <laughs> No, I mean, again, it was like, it was really funny because how we got that zero gravity done was I was, I was standing on a trampoline like this big for two hours, just jumping up and down. And what they did was they slowed it down and they flipped it. So that's how I was floating. And you know, when you have that shot where I kind of look at the the exorcist, I'm just floating with like in a back bend. (laughs) Um, It was very painful and it was very hard to get that shot. And I was basically like floating like on a pedestal and I had to hold myself up and it was, it was really interesting. What a workout. Yeah. What a workout. It was such a cardio video, (laughs) but that's not the real video. So. Ooh, is this a teaser? 
So what's what the exercise video coming next? Yeah, yeah so the cardio workout is actually what comes Alien size, baby. You want to be as slim as an alien? Follow me. See, told you we're good at marketing. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be big. <laughs> I'd sign up. I could use a little bit of, uh, you know, toning. You're perfect just the way you are. Aww. I have to tell you this every time Thank I see you. Thank you so much. You, you really do. And I, I just, we, re- I, I bonded with you when we were in Missouri, in Kansas City. You were, what else do you do in Missouri? That's it. It's just you and I and Alex Iono. Mm-hmm. But you were the best ever. And you were super Thanks. kind. And just watching you on stage, your show's amazing. Thank your voice. You. And even seeing you with your sister, the two of you. Thanks. Just killing it. By the way, she's like, she, I've, I've heard to thank in a, a team of people, but she's She's been also really cool in this whole like this whole movement of what we've been trying to do with the song of, of helping me with the creative aspects, like a lot of the the initial ideas from the vertical video and stuff like that. We worked with her and um, Amber Park on on kind of creating it all. But she's she's been like s- so incredible to have as far as like helping me as like a creative partner. So I'm glad you pointed her out because she's a little mastermind. Is it cool to have like family involved like that? Because, you know, I mean, family could be dirty, but for the most part, they have your back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I, I choose wisely. Yeah. I have a big family. I, I choose wisely. <laughs> who's in your group? Uh, in, from my family. I mean, who's in your group in general? You got friends? You got a... <laughs> Do you have any friends? Yeah. No. Do you travel with anyone or just yourself? He only knows me. He's only ever met me. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. Wow. Yeah, no, I've got a really close team. Um, my manager, who's also my best friend. Um, my family are really close. You know, whenever, whenever I finish a song... Always play it to my younger sister. Really? Oh, yeah, she's awesome. the first person that hears it. How old I is she? Uh, she's actually not that young. She's twenty-four. But that's still, I mean, that's a perfect age, and that's I think like that's, that's your. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that's like a target demographic <laughs> yes, that everyone <laughs> looks looks to please. And just a female perspective as well. Yeah. Obviously, I do things in a certain way coming from a male perspective, but then you know, as soon as I show it to my sister, she's she's got a, an ear for these things, and she'll be like. Oh, that synth in the drop is a little too harsh or too loud, or that's amazing, you know. And it's, do you I like getting notes from your sister? I love it. It's brutal. Yeah, right. Love it's it. Honest. Yeah. Getting notes from anybody is kind of brutal because right? you also like want to be like, well, I'm an artist and I have to make these decisions. But at the same time, it's like, like you said, and, and your family is only there for like your best interest. I think most yeah, of the time, and you're really lucky sure. if you have that. Um, my sister's the same way. Like mm. I'll play her all my stuff first, and she's like. This is better than, you know, like she she definitely like will tell me when it feels more like me yeah. versus when it feels like something that she's heard before or whatever. So well, you need that honesty and, like, and, and your sister gives you a whole new perspective. Oh, that, literally, I wouldn't be able to finish off a song without kind of getting her perspective or or other people's perspective, because I work kind of as a lone producer. It's just me trapped in a room and doing the song. That so fun. I'm picturing you right now in a dark really room, does. just want the, the glow of the computer on That's your face. That's literally me. That's the video so. of Alien. It's just him alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is you listen to a song for hours and hours on loop and, you know, you think things sound amazing and then you play it to someone and they go, well, actually, you know, this is this doesn't sound quite right. And you're like, wow, okay, yeah. I get it. So I always, at the end of, you know, or, or during making my songs, I always show them to other people to get a different perspective. That's cool. Yeah. Now, now my sister's going to watch this and she's going to call me and she's going to be like, Zachary, why don't you call me for my opinions on things? So um, why isn't it called the Zachary Sang Show then? Th- yeah, <laughs> no, not happening. <laughs> not happening. Zach Sang flows much better. It, it does. I just had the question. And, and even with even with Zach Sang, I'm still, you know, fielding a ton of questions. You know, okay. is it real? Am I, am I Asian? Am I not Asian? Just a lot. Anyway, no, enough about me. It's not about um, me. It's a cool name. How have Thanks. things been since turning 18? Like, have you noticed a difference? Well, New in Europe, 
I can um, I can drink Frangelico legally. Oh. So that's exciting. I love Frangelica. Do you? You know so, what it is? Yeah, it's like a hazelnut. Yeah, liqueur. it's a hazelnut liqueur. I and I like thing. I like when people say liqueur more than I do liquor. Yes. So um, no, well, we nothing. Nothing's really changed except for the fact that now I have to sign all the contracts, and now oh, you know yeah. I I get the big decisions. And, You're an adult. Yeah, it's that thing. But also at the same time, I think I've been an adult since I was ten. So yeah. not not a lot has changed. Um, but no, I mean it's it's fairly the same. I turned nineteen fairly soon as well so congrats on the new NBC show thank you very much it's gonna be a big one you think right yeah? I don't want to predict things I'll predict <laughs> well, okay great is. I think it's gonna be big so big. thank is. you what's the show what is it um it's the producer of Friends and How I Met Your Mother and Will and Grace <laughs> oh so so mm. we never heard of them so okay, great great yeah. people behind this they've show they've had a couple of good shows um, has, he, has he worked before has yeah. he worked <laughs> does he have experience is he green um yeah so I I wasn't anticipating getting into television this quickly um but it kind of was really interesting it happened it happened very fast and I'm so excited the script is incredible and I can't say a lot about the show but I'm filming it next month here um, and it's a pilot right now so we all know how that works yeah. but it's really it's the first obviously like adult television show that I've ever done and um, playing you know playing in a in a cast of of incredibly talented you know people I don't know if you've seen the cast yet but with like SNL alum like yeah. Sashir like really? yes. and, and so Kishir many Zameda's in it oh that's yeah. dope so like really really funny people and I love being surrounded by funny people that's it just cool. instantly makes everything better um, so it'll be really interesting I'm I'm not sure what it'll be yet but it'll be fun you have a lot going on see si. congratulations <laughs> thank you how Dude. many people have asked you guys if you believe in aliens I'm only one so far I think yeah really and that's thing today yeah yeah, yeah. So, so like you, that's gonna be a question you're gonna get uh, a lot. I was gonna ask. It. Did you want to ask us? Do you believe in aliens? You know, <laughs> <laughs> at least we knew it was a basic question. If, if you look on YouTube, yeah. If you look on YouTube, there's a lot of proof. So mm-hmm. it's really just a matter of if you believe what you watch on YouTube or not. Kesha yeah. saw a UFO and was inspired by it, mm-hmm. and that influenced her. Do new you album. believe Kesha? I mean, yeah. So I, oh yeah. there's your answer. <laughs> She's believable. <laughs> if Kesha I mean, says yeah. it, it must be true. Yeah, she said it on our couch. So I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, in this room, it's a room of honesty. So yeah. nobody's gonna lie to me in here. Do you right. believe in aliens though, like low key, high yeah. key? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Do you have a reason? Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on. True that, honey. You know that, that we can't, can't explain. explain yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, he I believe does. there has to be something out there. We're not alone right. here. Dude, the universe is way too big. <laughs> it's Elon Musk. But I just think, like, space never ends. It just keeps going. There's no walls. There's got to right. be something out there. Yeah. I think we're our own worst <laughs> enemies here yeah. on planet Earth. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's, we're on oh. a constant quest. We're all getting through it together. That's it. Yeah. Uh, a, what else you got going on? I mean, this is a big deal. What's yeah, next? Yeah, I mean, f- never-ending touring. That's what's going on, which is cool. Summer's about to start for me, so obviously all over Europe, Ibiza, everywhere else. Ibiza. Ibiza, Ibiza sorry. So cool. Uh, on a yacht somewhere, probably. Yeah, no, and then I've got a new single coming out in uh, May, which I'm super excited about, uh, which will be obviously my own single. Um, and Just then, you? Anybody on it? Possibly. <gasps> cool. And then album uh, towards the end of the year, so. Cool. How exciting. The two of you. Kicking butt. Dynamic duo. Yeah. (laughs) I appreciate the two of you deeply. 
Thanks. We Thank appreciate you. you. Uh, thanks for coming by. Love your turtleneck. Thank you. Supreme. Oh, my God. You're trying Supreme to love the effort that you went into with these masks. I mean, again, it was the label, so you got to thank him. <laughs> it was the label. Yeah, I mean, we usually bank on pure quality conversation, not gimmick. What's but that? Uh, yeah. Well, no, we have we, alien masks. We do whatever DJ says, okay? <laughs> At the end of the day, that's <laughs> really it. By the way, every interview we've ever done, we've referenced DJ, and no one outside of the video <laughs> no, knows who not. DJ is. They don't so want to know. So DJ's an icon at this point. They're just like, we just want to know DJ. This man behind the alien mask. Yeah. He's like Wilson from Home Improvement. You never see his face. Yeah. But, but you heard him laugh. DJ like that joke. By the way, DJ has wrapped me up 17 times <laughs> in the last 15 minutes. But, uh... <laughs> Dirty looks. <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter, Jonas Blue. Appreciate yes. the two of you. Thank you for Appreciate hanging out. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Alien is the single go. Put it in your ears. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.